0: Hello, I'm Dr. Sri Banerjee, core faculty of College of Health Sciences. It is my pleasure to share with you some thoughts on social considerations regarding cancer. Before we get started, I would like to go over some basic principles regarding the social determinants of health. The social determinants of health was something that was um, established by the World Health Organization in 2010, um, and several commissions have been uh, disc- have been put together in order to discuss the details of a social determinants. Social determinants encompass five broad areas. The first area is education access and quality. Second area is healthcare and quality. Next is neighborhood and built environment. Then social and community context. And finally, economic stability. What is interesting is that you can delve deeper into each of these social determinant areas and try to understand how these relate to the area of cancer. In subsequent slides, I will show you specifically how these social disparities and how this framework can be applied to practical surveillance systems in order to come up with research findings that can inform further policy. Before we describe a little bit more about this social determinants framework and application, um, it's important to note some important cancer health disparities. Now the American Association for Cancer Research is a major organization and they come up with a progress report um, and this cancer disparities progress report had some important highlights that is noteworthy. Importantly, African-American men and women have a 111% and 39% higher risk of dying from prostate cancer and breast cancer respectively compared with their white counterparts. Additionally, Hispanic children and adolescents are 20% and 38% more likely to develop leukemia than non-Hispanic white children and adolescents respectively. Also, American Indian, Alaska Native adults are twice as likely to develop liver uh, and bile duct cancer as white adults. So these disparities are real and present and are things that need more research in order to understand better. So in order to better understand um, different ethnic groups and all of the disparities that are surrounding this, it is important to include vulnerable populations within research. Now if we go back into history, um, we'll note that there has been historical discrimination and um, ethical violations um, that have actually impacted uh, present participation in clinical trials. Um, One of the most noteworthy um, examples of this is Henrietta Lacks. Um, Henrietta Lacks was a black woman who died of cervical cancer in 1951. So during her cancer treatment, doctors actually took samples of her tumor. And from this, the HeLa cell line was created. And so this is a immortal cell line, um, which is used uh, within uh, research and um, within clinical research. I personally actually have um, used this cell line uh, for uh, research and and, in protocols. And so, what happened was actually initially, without her or her family's knowledge, her cells were used um, in this research. And um, even though this has helped lead some of medicine's most important breakthroughs, um, for instance, development of the polio vaccine, um, treatments for cancer, HIV, leukemia, Parkinson's disease, um, the initial taking of these cells were uh, done without permission. Um, And and so these types of examples um, leave a legacy of uh, mistrust. Um, And so this can impede in full participation in clinical trials, and then result in further disparities. Additionally, thinking about uh, clinical trials and including uh, vulnerable populations, um, some of Uh, government policy has informed this recently. So Henrietta Lacks Enhancing Cancer Research Act of 2019 was um, actually passed in order to um, examine access to government funded cancer clinical trials um, for traditionally underrepresented groups. Um, So currently because of uh, 20% of cancer clinical trials failing Um, from uh, patient enrollment, there's been a further drive to include uh, not only more uh, patients for these trials, but also um, individuals belonging to vulnerable populations. So uh, thinking about research and surveillance and how some of these disparities can be um, applied in surveillance, um, I Um, will share with you some original research um, that myself and colleagues conducted um, and uh, is being presented um, at the Society of Public Health um, Education um, Advocacy Fair. Um, And this involves the Surveillance System National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey between the years of 2005 and 2010. And so, in this research, um, we were looking for um, to, to see if there was an association between depressive depression and cancer-related mortality. But more importantly, we were trying to see if these associations were similar uh, between various ethnic groups. And what we found was uh, surprising, because um, what we found is that um, these relationships between depression and uh, cancer mortality is strongest among uh, Hispanic Americans. And so uh, mental health affects differently in uh, uh, various ethnic groups. And these disparities persist um, due to access disparities, um, due to disparities uh, in, in um, the quality, Um, of care and and, uh, additional factors. Um, And and so further research should guide um, more understanding of why these disparities exist. Um, These research studies both need to be done in qualitative and uh, quantitative manner. I hope this uh, video has helped Uh, guide you and inform you more about the subject of social disparities and cancer. Thank you for listening.